Philadelphia. I don't know who went through my back door, so or who went through my, ba my backyard. So, uh, yeah, my back door is now being locked after I let Chase in from now on, <laughs> all the time, and well, not just not when I go to bed. Stop the ghost. <gasps> I mean, I don't have a, I don't have a deadbolt. People going in your back door without a, a consent is pretty fucked up. Yeah, that's not right. You should know who's in your back door. You should know who's in my back door. Yeah. You don't need to fear that the deadbolt's not going to help you when you're dealing with the dead. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully they at least gloved up when they went to my back door. Mm. Yeah. Welcome to Brose. My name is Matt Casnell, and joining me as they always do are my bros from Belmar, New Jersey. It's Mr. Rich Sweeten. Hi, everyone. From Haddon Heights, New Jersey, it's Mr. Sean O'Brien. Hey, everybody. And from King of Prussia, Pennsylvania, he's got the gun, he's got the brew, he's got two choices of what you can do. It's Mr. Tim Hansen. Hi. Hey. That's all you get, it's just a hi. I, I, I didn't get the song. reference, so I couldn't, I couldn't riff off of it. That's okay. That's, uh, Choices are wine or whiskey. Go. Mm -hmm. The brew. You got the choices of what to do. How you guys doing? Uh, you know? Yeah. Good. Excellent. Excellent. Everybody survived uh, the three weeks in the interim period between Which is uh, the last time we recorded and now. Truly wonderful. I went to the doctor. Yeah. yeah. <gasps> you did it! Yeah, we Look did it. You. Got routine blood work, baby. You, nice. Yes. You are like six doctor's appointments behind on being in the same amount of doctor appointments as me this this year. <laughs> I've literally gone like every. Yeah, there was get a span. Good, Sean. Yeah, yeah. 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 Go span, to the doctor's more. It's not like it's expensive. Yeah. Come on. No, no. I well, no, I went. Appointments. I think uh, <laughs> from January through April, I literally went once a month. And oh, then it's, too it's many. been like, it's, it, that's just finding out you have diabetes and then severe diabetes. heartburn and, and, and GERD just causes you to have to go to the doctor a lot. Mm -hmm. mm, amen to that. Sometimes if you're like Sean, you just go on a Tuesday and then you just come back on a Friday because he's, he's trying to rack up the frequent flyer miles and catch up with Rich. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It'd be fun. Just go and hang out with the doctor, but... But sometimes you can't. Sometimes you uh, try to reach out to your primary care to set up an appointment, and their soonest availability is three months from now. Not that I'd know anything about that. Oh, so, no. <laughs> it's brutal. I went to see somebody else who's not my primary care, but who's in the office and was readily available, like unnervingly available. Like, hey, well, <laughs> I'm available like in six hours. I'm like, hmm. Get here now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then he walked in and went, hi, everybody. And then I... Then hi, I, Dr. Nick. <laughs> yes, exactly. Welcome to the award-winning Brose podcast, available on all major podcasting platforms. I had the bell earlier. All right, yeah, here we go. Uh, there we go. There's a bell. Here it is right here. It's a big, shiny silver bell. I'm going to ring it because the premise of our show is that we answer questions from you, Sean O'Brien, you, Tim Hansen. Me. You, Rich Sweeten, and me, Matt Casnell, uh, who are the four bros of the Brose Podcast. We each bring a question to the table every single episode that we want to talk about with our bros. It could be about current events, pop culture, a what-if question, a would-you-rather, life, the universe, and everything is on the table. 
uh, when we bring the questions to the show. But whatever we ask, whatever we ask, and whatever we answer, we do so with a touch of mirth and a glass of wine. But we also want your questions out there in listener land. We answered your questions pretty much exclusively for four years, uh, and we still want them. So if you do have a question you want us to answer on the air, email it to brosequestions at gmail.com. That's brosequestions at gmail.com. But before we get into that, we have to discuss what we are drinking. I'm going to jump in on this one because I'm just going to cop to the fact that I'm not drinking wine tonight. The reason I'm not drinking wine is because I looked a couple minutes ago before we started the show uh, in the cabinet of wine that we have, uh, and not a single one of them is a screw top. And this is a problem because I still don't know where my wine opener is. So, uh, so luckily, I still got my bottle opener. So I am enjoying a Guinness Extra Stout, which is one of my favorite beers. Uh, we're finally getting into fall boy season. I'm telling you, man, the summer is brutal. If you like, if you're like, if you have my flavor profile for for beer, because uh, all the stuff that you would normally drink, it's just ugh, no good. It's not good for that heat. It's yeah. bad, man. It's bad, man. I, I had a, I was at. Um, I, I was uh, I had a beer about a month ago, and uh, it, I, I got like I think it was a Guinness or something along those lines, and uh, yeah, no good. It was like 85 degrees outside. Ugh, disgusting. But tonight I'm drinking a Guinness Extra Stout. It's starting to cool down. We're getting into the perfect time of year. This is Casnell's time to shine right here, mm-hmm. uh, and so the Guinness Extra Stout. Sean, what are you drinking tonight? I'm drinking uh, Pacific Rim. Sweet Riesling, and I got it because it has this dope dragon on the front. Oh, um, Dragon Ball and, Riesling. And I was yeah, Dragon Ball Riesling. <laughs> and I was uh, I was I was expecting it to be bad because it was bottom shelf and a sweet Riesling, so I was expecting it to just be very juicy. But it is exactly what I wanted. It's a little bit dry, not over, not overly just you know fruit juice. It was like, I was like, hell yeah. And it says it would go well with spicy food. And I fully agree. Like some wings in this would be fucking dope. Mm. Man. It, it, I love where the point where we just pick, hey, the bottle looks cool. Like we've already, <laughs> we, we did, we, at the beginning, we didn't know what we were doing. And we sort of have that bell curve. We're like we didn't know what we were doing. We we're just picking the cool bottle. And then we were like, all right, we figured out the flavor profile. <laughs> we know what we're doing. We got the interest. And now we're just right back to like, back to cool dragon. Bottle. Oh, yeah. oh. that's cool as shit. Just, just, <laughs> just, just yeah. wait till you hear why I picked mine this week. You see, it is bulbous. That's tight, bro. Uh, all right. All right. Fine. Rich, what are you drinking tonight? I am drinking Jersey caramel apple. And I, the face I made of pure disgust when I read caramel apple wine uh, yeah, I was terrible. just like, this is going to be terrible. I have to buy it. Um, <laughs> it's surprisingly not. Uh, it tastes mm-hmm. like uh, apple juice with a hint of caramel at the end. And I was shocked as to like how the caramel is not as strong as I was expecting it to be. Mm. That was a good choice. That part. Yeah. You don't want that yeah. to be the overpowering flavor. Exactly. That's why I thought it was going to be bad because I thought it was going to be overpowering caramel. Yeah, the apple caramel reminds me of like those like pinnacle vodkas I used to drink when mm-hmm. I was in oh. college, when I was of the legal drinking age in college. Uh, <laughs> yeah, man, that's uh, whipped caramel, Swedish mm-hmm. fish. Oh yeah, cookie dough. You hmm? the cookie dough one? Ugh. That's that's try. Actually, I don't even I know to ask you this because all of all three of you are still alive, so I yeah. know <laughs> that you haven't had the cookie dough. One. <laughs> Brutal, I worst had... worst alcohol that? I've ever drank in my life. I had somebody get wasted, like drink more than half a bottle of, I think it was Pinnacle Swedish Swedish fish 
before mm. a MMRBQ. We were tailgating in Camden, and he drank yes. most of the bottle himself. Didn't make it to the MMRBQ. See, the, mm. the Swedish fish one, I don't recall being that bad. I probably wouldn't like it now. Um, but you certainly can't drink half a bottle of it and then go out and be like, Soundgarden! <laughs> I was... I was at an, an anime convention partying in a room, and somebody's like, you want to drink? I'm like, yeah, what, what do you want? I don't, I don't know. I don't really drink a lot, so just make me, mix me something that tastes good. Uh, it was pinnacle whipped cream and iced tea. It mm. was gross, but also strangely good. I guess you get the sweet from the the whip. I, I, again, I haven't had in a long time. I don't remember. The exactly fact that you didn't like. finish that drink with orange soda and it was iced tea completely through me because i was about to say we can't forget that orange soda and pinnacle whip fucks like I've still fucking that. delicious oh my I've god it's a that. it's an orange cream sickle and it is awesome delish but tim Absolutely. hansen what are you drinking tonight i am drinking pinnacle um <laughs> no <laughs> there is no pinnacle, pinnacle currently sampler. in our household uh although i've been slowly trying to finish off the bottle of sky that we have with screwdrivers um, the the joys of working from home. Which 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 kind of screwdrivers, Phillips or? I will flatheads? stab you in the throat. <laughs> the pretty one with the star. If I could it. get through the oh, beard, all right. The star screwdrivers, <laughs> gotcha. Yes, yes. It's a Torx, you son of a bitch. You know, it's the the one that looks like an L, and it's got like a hexagon on it, and it's an Allen wrench. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, I am drinking. Josh's Reserve Zinfandel, nice. because we are Josh Reserve. stands, as always. Um, I actually picked this up last session when I picked up the, uh, what the fuck was it called? Rainstorm? I don't remember. Uh, but like Matt, I couldn't find my wine opener, so I went for the screw top. And like Matt, I still couldn't find my wine opener, except I did the intelligent thing, and I just bought a super fucking cheap one. <laughs> so that I can drink my wine. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Mm. Yeah. Um, and I've actually been trying. I, I got it primarily because I, I I didn't want just another Pinot Noir or Merlot like I always go for. Still wasn't. I'm never going to choose a rosé by myself <laughs> because it's just it's just not what I like. I don't like. It's not what you do. This is not me. It's um, never been but you. Yeah, but I've been trying Zinfandels lately. And they're 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 different, and I can't explain how. It's not really sweet, but it's like a different flavor complexity that I I, I definitely enjoy. Uh, and this one is bourbon barrel aged charred oak barrels, which you definitely get on the back end a little bit. It's not really in the f- in the normal flavor profile, but after you've swallowed it, give it like thirty seconds, and then it like hits on the tip of the tongue, and it's like, oh, that's interesting. But very good. I, I very much enjoy it. Nice. Josh, knocking it out of the park again. Josh. Josh. Consistency. Josh. That's what Josh right? is. Rock I haven't had a bad consistency. one. Mm. All right, guys. Who's got a question? Rosequestions at gmail.com. If you out there in listener land want your question answered on the air. But let's start off with the bros. Who's Who's got one that they want to kick things off with? Give it a kick. Yeah, I got one. Uh, All right. Ooh. So, in, out out of the gun, right? Out of the gate. Out of the gate. That's it. Gun. I don't know. I, I've heard there's a saying with a gun, too, sometimes. I don't know. Off the barrel. I don't know. Go for it, Tim. Mm. Okay. <laughs> um, so, 
Um, if you had to pick up a supplemental job in what you were in addition to what you are currently doing, what would you do? Damn it, Tim. I had a question here of if you could take what retail or hourly job would you take if it paid you enough to survive? Oh, I would. Uh, I, I, I mean, it's a little different, but uh, the answer is a disc golf shop. There's one near me in Cherry Hill, and that's what I would do. I would just be a salesperson there, live my fucking best life. You know, like if I'm gonna have to make a little bit of extra money, I'm gonna make it worth my time. You know. Mm-hmm. Just let because if because I'm assuming it's just a little bit. If I I don't know what I would do if I had to like take a full second job, but if it was just like a part time nothing, I would definitely like. Mm-hmm. I I I I don't mind doing sales like that. It because like in that situation you're not dealing with like I don't want to go back into another sales position where I'm doing like flowers or something. Like when I work mm-hmm. at edible arrangements and you're doing parties and people are always pissed at you. Like a, a situation where I'm not, I'm not responsible for anything. I can just point you in the right direction and you make your choice. Mm-hmm. And then I, it's out of my hands, guys. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. All right. I like that. Yeah. Because it's, it, again, it's, it's retailish, but it's like close to what you'd want. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. I like that. Hmm. I um, have been wanting and thinking of, maybe trying being a barista in a friendly local coffee shop uh an Ooh, flcs i like that <laughs> yeah not a a not starbucks coffee shop basically mm-hmm. um because it's just like i i like coffee and i feel like it's a decent atmosphere and i know it's not going to pay a lot and i have a full-time job so if i were to take a secondary job uh it would be like the the slow hours the off hours where it's like I'm not worried about working on tips because I'm just there to help them out, basically, kind of thing, and see if I can be a barista. Or, I guess it's barista for both men and women. It's still the same. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, still Um, barista. I wasn't sure because I think that's a coffee good. So I'm or an Italian word. So I wasn't sure if they gender. It could be barista. 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 Yeah. Um, But who knows? But yeah, I've I've always wanted to try my hand at a coffee shop especially over the past couple of years i'm like you know if i if i quit my job and just open up a coffee shop would that make money <laughs> probably not but it depends on where you open it yeah i'd also have to learn how to run a coffee shop and make coffee which mm. i don't know how to do because i've never done any of that in 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 a real setting what would be your your hook like this is this is the thing that sets you apart from like the you know, Starbucks and the caribou coffees and all the other stuff. A, uh, a, a, you know how they have got, uh, barcades, a yeah. cafe cade. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you'll play, you'll play Galaga all hopped up on caffeine. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Battletoads like is going to get real hype. Yeah. Look, there's so many of them. <gasps> <laughs> caffeine and coins. There we go. I got it. Trademark it right now. Ah. Caffeine and coins. Uh, I was thinking caffeine and cabinets. Caffeine. caffeine and cabinets. That's a good Ooh, one. Ooh, caffeine and cabinets. Well, caffeine. Well, it, it, yeah, I guess. I, the, the, the moment I thought of that was like, I feel like that caffeine and cabinets is like a thing they give you before you like go to like one of those home reno places. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> like they say, oh, coffee. And by the way, would you like to spend seven thousand dollars on your new kitchen? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It could be uh, all three. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> play video games. Put quarters in here so you forget about how much money you're spending on cabinetry. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. I mean, it'd be cool to host like a late night music show. I would like that. Uh, if we're talking more grounded, like day to day. Um, I drove DoorDash for a while and that wasn't too bad. Cause you have, I mean, the tough part is that you got food in your car all the time. And then, you know, your, your food is, your car smells phenomenal and, you know, you and can't you don't get to food. eat it. You don't get to eat it, but you just get to drive around, like drive around town, see new places, try out, you know, you know, step inside new restaurants that are, or to go places or takeout places you haven't been before. And then you're just, you know, you know I'll sit and I'll, I listen to podcasts or I listen to some music or something like that and just drive around for a while. I kind of like that. I wouldn't mind doing something along those lines uh, for for supplemental income. But uh, yeah, I, I'll say, yeah, I'll be, you know, I'm a food delivery man. Here we go. Basic ass food delivery man, Kaz Nil. Just driving yeah. around the the grocery grabber and delivering your groceries. I mean that's that's a that's a solid gig. I did Uber for a while, like, may I I I can't even say a while. Probably in total about like five shifts, and I managed to pull about a hundred bucks each shift. So it was, mm-hmm. but I'd worked. I think one day I worked like seven, six, five or six hours, but the other days I worked like two or three late at night, mm-hmm. and I, I made some decent money. I it's just I. Eventually, I was like, I'm never driving in the city at night ever again. I lost a couple of fares trying to find them in the city. Yeah. And they were just like, nope, cancel and get a new fare. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had uh, somebody refused to take me back to New Jersey on an Uber once. So I took, a, I took an Uber into the city. <laughs> you know what it was? I was picking up a bib for a race. And I, uh, and I, took a, I didn't want to drive all the way in. So I was super lazy. Took a took a freaking Uber to go to the city, and then uh, took another Uber back, and they wouldn't take me back. I, I had somebody refuse me the ride as soon as I got in the car because they said it's peak hours. I can't afford to leave the city because I'll never get back in. And I'm like, I mean, I get it, but also, what what the fuck? Like, yeah. <laughs> like I don't know, man. I'll take the ride. That's that's the unfortunate thing about Uber is that they don't tell you where you're going until you get there to pick yeah. them up. So it's mm-hmm. like you can't really like sit there. Yeah, you can't decline it. Mm-hmm. Like they tell you where you're picking them up, but they won't yeah. tell you where you're dropping them off until you pick mm-hmm. them up. I've had I had a couple of fares that like were a half hour drive from where I started, forty five minute drive mm-hmm. from where I started, like yeah. in like Vineland, New Jersey, and stuff like that, which yeah. like kind of sucked because no one was picking up Ubers in Vineland, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I had to drive all the way back home before I would get a new fit. So like I, I I get it. I get it. It just but it does suck. It sucks. And also it's a twenty minute drive to a place that's it's a suburb of Philadelphia. I I, I, I would have gotten it if it was forty five minutes to yeah, another yeah. whatever. Yeah, or or like one of those guys who's like, I need you to take me to JFK from Philadelphia or something. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I would have understood that. Come on, man. I've, it just just I'm sorry. To take take the ride, take I, the ride. Back. I I told this story before. I had a coworker who worked in like Trenton area, and was going to take an Uber to Newark International Airport, which is about a forty five minute to an hour drive. And he was like, "How much would it?" He was. This is when I was doing Uber. He's like, "How much would it cost me?" And I looked at him. I was like, "Don't do it." He's like, "What do you mean, don't do it?" I'm like, "Don't do it. 
you're putting that person out and they only get paid for driving you there, not driving you, but not driving home. And you're putting them out an hour. Um, mm. And they're only getting, pay- they're not going to get paid as much as you think. Don't be Don't. a dick. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Tim, what job would you have if you needed to pick something, up, up some spare hours, some spare coin in the evening? So my ideal would be, and I, I think I mentioned this when we were talking, uh, I don't know if it was a question or if it was just something I was discussing off the air. Um, either like some sort of electronics repair or computer mm. building or something like that. Unfortunately, it is already a very saturated market. Um, there's not a whole lot like most of those people. It's like I am I am one or two people and that's it. I don't need anybody else. I'm not looking for anybody else. So it's not really a thing that is viable. Um, so probably either like some sort of receiving job like manual labor that I don't have to be customer facing if at all possible because customers suck. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I hate people. Customers are the worst. <laughs> uh, or, or I would want to work in, like, if I had to be customer facing, something smaller, um, and, and that has like a benefit I could get out of it. Because I, I, I remember in high school before I had a job, I was like, oh, I'm gonna work at GameStop, and it's gonna be fucking awesome. <laughs> Except I've been in GameStop when people who don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Are, are like trying to get help and getting angry at people. It's like, oh, you suck. And like mm. nerd culture keeps getting worse. So every time I'm in GameStop, I was like, I hate everyone in this store. You guys are miserable pieces of shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, opinionated, miserable pieces of shit. And I was like, okay, I don't want to deal with any of that. So cross GameStop off the list is what you're saying. Yeah, GameStop is off <laughs> that, the list. So that was that yeah. was the funny thing back in the day. GameStop and Best Buy were like the jobs everyone wanted, but ended up being the worst jobs to get. Mm. Yeah. So right now, um, Squishables. There's a, a Squishables storefront in King oh. of Prussia, which like never has anybody in it. And the only mm-hmm. people who come in are either adorable little, stuffy, little kids. Like super soft yeah. stuffies. Well, yeah. Yeah, some of them are small. I keep, I keep, did yeah. I buy you a gritty? Did I get you a big gritty or is that just an idea? Gritty, I think we have a big gritty. And if you're identifying yourself as the person who bought, I'm pretty sure you're the one who got it for us. Okay. Yeah. Cause I've yeah. definitely considered it. And I was like, I don't know if I did it or not. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> every, every, every time I walk by, I see a giant gritty. And I'm like, <laughs> friends of the show, uh, the, the Debos family uh, sent us a gigantic, like guacamole squish mallow for Jordan mm-hmm. before she could really walk. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this is, and I, I couldn't, I, and of course I'm only giving it like half a glance. I'm like, oh, look at this cactus they got us. It's guacamole. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, uh, but she she loved it for a period yeah. of time. Those, those kids just love the squishy stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm um, like, for holiday season, I'm considering picking up just a a second job to kind of help 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 with the finances a little bit. Still recovering from not having a job for the first six months of the year, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, and <laughs> Squishables is like like I said, the only customers that come in are like little kids. Or like happy people. How can you be mad when the only thing in the store is stuffed fucking animals? Yeah. Um, except I don't want to go to Build a Bear because I have to build them. Yeah. And, and I don't. And you have to I don't put wanna. on a show. And, and I, have to, I put on a show, and it's like not doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, plus, I can get discounts 
on all the things I want to buy my nieces and everybody else's kids. So <laughs> that's very nice. That, that's kind of what I'm thinking as of right now. Nice. Any other jobs you guys would pick up in the off hours? Part-time gigs? Uh, there's also a skate shop near my house. That'd be, I think, pretty sick. Just like chill, let people buy skateboard stuff, help moms. Like, what do I want to buy? My son wants this skateboard. Like, all right. Let's Honestly, cheap, good one. Uh, if I could, a dispensary. Oh, mm. I have a, I have a friend who works at a dispensary. She's, uh, I think she's like pretty high up too, and it's apparently yeah, yeah. pretty pretty dope gig. Yeah, it's I'm I'm sure it pays decently. Um, I think it pays decently. That's what I, I I know some people that work at one. I know someone who's actually getting their license to turn their shop into a dispensary, as well as like they 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 run a paraphernalia shop right now, but they're getting the license to have, to have, to be able to sell weed as well. Mm. Weird. Who's next? Who's next? Um, Who's got you know one? what? Ooh, I'll go. Who's got one? All I'll right. go. <laughs> um, this, this is going to be a little rough, potentially. I thought you were going to ask the same question that he just asked. Just no. ask the question you were talking about. And <laughs> yeah, just be like... really <laughs> no, I'll, I'll save that for like three three or four sessions from now when I forgot that Tim asked this question. Good, good, good go. plan. Groovy. Good plan. Good plan. <laughs> Uh, am I a bad person for not having yep. an opinion on the Israeli war with Hamas? Here's well, my is, reasons this, why. Well, well, this is good because this I can now delete the question I had, which was just Israel with a question mark. Uh, <laughs> there you go. Now, yeah, now yeah, here's delete that off my notes page. Here's 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 I put bullet points, and bullet point number one is I don't have enough information to understand which side is right or wrong or whatever. I don't know about this. And number two, I met a Hamas for attacking a fucking music festival. Fuck that. But then point number three is war sucks. And that's enough of a take as I'm interested in making here. Like, I, I don't know what's going on there. I know it's millennia old conflict. I, so I, th- I do not. Centuries I think, old, Tim. I, not, I, e- not even, but I will, like a I little will, bit. Yeah. But I will say billion years of warfare. A billion years of warfare. <laughs> I will say that it actually makes you a good Seven. person to say, I don't have enough information on this. I can't have an opinion. I'm not I'm not I'm saying I'm that is a very valid take to have. I think you should know about it because it's important. But I think saying like I don't have enough information, I can't make a, a, I can't make an assessment. Is fine, but I think I do think you should. It's important to know what's going on in the world, and this is a very because th- this also impacts politics in America because there are a lot of like very pro-Israel people, very pro-Palestinian people, mm-hmm. and so it is. It does. It has ripple effects that are felt yeah everywhere, and uh, yeah, I think I but I I think I think at minimum. Your your take can be, it is Hamas's monsters. That can be at minimum your take, and I think that's yeah. Like take. like 
Like, right now, my take is Hamas is monsters. They, they attacked a fucking music festival. Well, they did that, uh, and, but and also did, did much worse things, like yeah. m- murdered babies, defiled, desecrated corpses. Like, they, like that, is, that is very, like, you're, you're right in that that is, like, it's, it's very, that's a kind of more scary because it's, like, I could have been at that music festival. Like, you're not going to be at a music festival in Israel. But, like, you could, you could yeah. have been there. Like, they, you don't, it's not, that's not a... That's ju- that is just a random target. Yeah, you know and, that's not like even, strategic to Israel target. I think I think I, I and I, I this is why like I I don't really have a full opinion. I don't really know is like because I also I'm getting the news a little mixed up. Somebody's using one of the one of the sides is using white phosphorus right now, from what I read, on like on Gaza. So whoever's attacking Israel's Gaza, attacking Gaza. Israel's attacking Gaza, and Israel's using white phosphorus, which, like, that's not good, because they're doing it on residential mm. areas where people live. And that's where the last take-up is of, war fucking sucks. Yeah. And I hate so, this shit. I hate hearing it. Like, <laughs> innocent people's lives are being taken because yeah. of a, a conflict I don't understand. And so, like, yeah. I, I know it goes back a long time, at least decades. I don't really know how long this this this, this after conflict has World been going. War Two. It's after World War Two. Yeah, and so it's like I I was not taught any of this conflict really in school because of the poor American schooling systems. That I don't I don't have enough information to formulate an opinion. And right now, my biggest issue is yes, Hamas is terrible because of all of the stuff they've happened recently. Plus, what have some of the stuff that has come out that they've done or that we've known they've done in the past, but I'm just like, I really, I don't have an opinion on sides because I don't know. Yeah. This shit, it's so hard because every, it seems like everybody is just looking at this as a black and white thing. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, it, it is either, Israel is fully in the wrong or the Palestinians are fully in the wrong. And there, anytime you say, anytime anybody has a nuanced take, both, they either get called a Zionist or, uh, anti-Semite. Mm-hmm. And so it's really, it's, it's, I don't know. It's, it is hard to have a nuanced opinion on this. Like, I don't, I don't think I know that much, but I do have an opinion on it. But I think it's like it is my opinion has nuance. So saying it makes it seem like I'm support like I'm I don't know if everybody yeah. wants you to it, take it a brings side. out hard line. Exactly. Yeah. If you have a nuanced opinion, it's like you're you're either quote unquote creating a false equivalency or you are being empathetic or sympathetic towards X side that whoever you're talking to is opposed to. Who is the bad like, guy it, to one side. So you're like exactly. You yeah. Like. Way unequivocally i think like let me think about the best way to put this i my understanding to answer rich's question i don't think it's necessarily a problem that you say i don't have to acknowledge that i don't know enough about the situation i certainly don't know enough about the situation i certainly should know more uh and i don't uh I, i certainly could know more about it and that's something that i'm sort of tasking myself with this week is to read a little bit more and listen to a little bit more about this conflict because I, I know this has been going on for for not billions or trillions or quadrillions of years <laughs> but a long time like yeah. the, the the oppression 
Israel specific pal- uh, oppression against Palestine goes back like at least 75 years. So it, it, that that part of it where the Israeli state goes up against Palestine and persecutes it's that that group of people goes back decades. Mm-hmm. Um, so but so that, that that's the answer to the question. I think Sean's 100% correct that you can't it's, it's difficult to have a nuanced opinion because people are dying and because if you are in support of one side anybody who seems sympathetic to the other side even if it's just in a half measure kind of way or in a couched way is being sympathetic to people who have killed people on your side i think my my stance on this is basically unequivocally hamas is a terrorist group uh and you know the, the i think even the people who are in support of palestine from the little bit i've read it seems like their argument is not Hamas is cool and groovy, although I'm sure there are people who think that because it's like, oh, they're, you know, this is Hamas is the voice of the oppressed or something like that. But it's more so, hey, here in the United States, we're having all these moments of silence and we're having all this, you know, these statements of support and these these very grief stricken, oh my God, you know, 990 people died or however many it was that died in this attack. You know, this is a terrible moment of silence. Remember our, our allies in Israel. You're remembering all this here in the United States. Why haven't you said anything about all the times that Israel has done this to Palestinians uh, or, or has mistreated Palestinians? And the answer is pretty straightforward is that Israel's our ally. And we would freaking <laughs> bend over backwards and do backflips uh, just for Bibi Netanyahu's like wave of a hand. Like is, this is just the way that that relationship has been. So I think we could certainly as a, in the, in the, in the name of nuance and in the name of having a accurate, having a adult discussion about this, say there are things we can criticize about the way that Israel handles politics and, you know, trying to disband a Supreme court like they were trying to do earlier this year and just, you know, strip them of their power. There are things that we can say that are critical of the leadership in Israel without being like, well, you're an anti-Semite. And I know that's tricky because Israel is, you know, the Jewish state, you say, well, we're, we're, it's like, it's difficult to say, Hey, we're critical of the, you know, one of the predominantly Jewish countries in the, in the world, you know, and not be quote unquote anti-Semitic, but it's, again, it's not about the people. It's about the leadership. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, anyway, that, that's sort of my, my general mishmash of thoughts to, to Rich's um, point. Death yeah. is terrible. War is terrible. Sean, I'm I'm happy to have you clean me up on any of that. <laughs> uh, no, I mean it's just so like I think like the so my opinion on what's going on is that I generally am in support of Palestine because what happened to them was unfair, and also they're being oppressed currently. Mm-hmm. But that is completely separate from Hamas, who mm-hmm. is a terrorist group and are and are active monsters. Mm-hmm. And I think mm-hmm. the nuance comes in because I was talking with my wife about this and I was like, cause she was like, how does someone do stuff like that? Like, how could you kill a baby? You know what I mean? Like as a human being, how could you do mm-hmm. that? And I was like, well, the only way to do that is if you don't look at the person, the other person as a person. a person, like if you're, if you're like, this is not a human. And I think both sides are guilty of that. And like, I think, I don't, I don't think, I don't know, you know, I think, but I, but to be clear, like to my, to my knowledge, Hamas is the only side that has done this. 
something so horrific. Like Israel has done very bad things. And mm-hmm. and like Palestinians before this are living in an open air prison. Like it's it's bad. It's a very bad mm-hmm. situation. And like Yeah. Uh and I think I don't like I think a lot uh, one of the like lack of nuances that tends to come up is if you say that Israel has been treating Palestinians incredibly poorly, you're saying that they're responsible for what happened. And that's not the case. Like those are mm-hmm. not, those are unrelated. Like I, I yeah. think and conversely, the like the classic the, the two things can be Palestine. true. Exactly. Two things can be true. And, and, and conversely you can, you can have, and as you as you pointed out, you can say that the way that Israel has treated Palestinians and persecuted them and kept them in open air prisons is horrific while also saying, Hey, Hamas, this, this terrorist group that represents a uh, very extreme, you know, Palestinian ideology are monsters and their, mm-hmm. their actions may have been born out of frustration and persecution, but it does not justify the deaths of hundreds of people. And I, the, there was somebody who I, I've seen somebody compare this to, this is Israel's nine 11. Like this is their, yeah. their equivalent mm-hmm. of nine of 11. And I, I won't claim to be the person who came up with this point, but I, I I'm very strongly in favor of it, which is like, yes, it's very, you know, it was, it was, it was on freaking defector.com. It was on Samer, Samer Cal who said like, yes, it's very likely that it is their nine 11, but in the sense that this is going to dictate geopolitics and the way that they handle this. And it, it's almost requiring like a blind loyalty test, uh, for, for people who are in support of Israel. Uh, and so the question becomes, how do we react to this? Is it just warfare? Hamas is terrible, ergo all Palestinians are terrible and we're going to attack them all? Or are we going to say, hey, Hamas is terrible, but we're going to dig into the, you know, the the first principles, the second and third level reasons why this, uh, why this is, this conflict has continued to bubble the way it has. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, What do you think, think? Tim? As you guys both said, it's very... No, it's not. You're not a bad person for not having an opinion because you don't know enough. That's very fair. Um, it's a very complicated, overall complicated um, topic, and there, the 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 grays instead of the black and white is really where the conversation needs to be, and nobody's having it. Mm-hmm. And the people who do try to have it are essentially. <laughs> either labeled as terrorist supporters or uh uh just zionists or uh, it, all the fucking names mm-hmm. um overall i mean yes what hamas did absolutely terrible definitely anti-hamas anti-terrorism completely agreed as much like sean pro-palestine in general uh the way the conversations are happening is like it is uh, oh, terrorists did a terrible thing. I stand with Palestine. If that's your immediate response, then yes, people are going to think you're not condemning what Hamas did. You're just saying mm-hmm. you're pro-Palestine. With as, If that's your response, it comes across as you're pro-terrorism. So yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. You need to make that distinction. Both of those things can be true. You can be anti-terrorist, anti-Hamas, and pro-Palestine, which I am. There's a Sixers beat writer that lost his job in the last week because the Sixers tweeted one of those like we stand, you know, we were, mm-hmm. they said we mourn the the passing and we're, we're, you know, we're thinking of the people who have lost lives to Hamas and Israel and all that. And the reporter who was pro-Palestine, but like 
bit. Went basically retweeted it and said, "This post sucks. Stand with Palestine." And he lost his job uh, yeah. because you can't say this post sucks when a pro sports team says we mourn those who died in a terrorist attack. Yeah, uh, that's just unequivocally. You cannot. That's do bananas. that. You can't have that opinion. <laughs> it's a crazy opinion. You can't say that. Yeah, like, even if you stand with Palestine, which is which is look to the people of the show. Again, I'm not going to claim to be expert on this. I, I generally would tend to side with Sean and Tim, but I I like Rich think I could read more on this. But I would say even if you guys Agreed. would be like, no, you can't you can't say this post sucks no, about a terrorist no. attack. You're, you're out so, about that. And I so, think I, I the whole situation I kind of like us getting to this point, I kind of blame on the US and England because we were the proponents behind uh the two the two state solution and kind of started the fire and made this and put this whole fucking mix together and then every time israel has slowly essentially backed all the palestinians and gaza and gaza into an open air prison much like sean said uh we just kind of said no it's not that bad no you it's mean, not that bad we've been doing that that the Wait. West meddling in the Middle East didn't work out the way we were playing. I know it's crazy. What? But I, I thought. Oh, wait, yeah. I thought. I'm gonna need I thought Fallout Boy said we didn't start the fire. They were wrong. <laughs> they were absolutely yeah. wrong. The U.S. started so many fucking fires. We do it all of the time. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, mm-hmm. CIA. Um, no, but like, really, what did we expect to happen? Um, we essentially gave one group of people. Uh, the right to a land that they haven't lived in for however many long years since they were uh, left Israel. Don't know that history. Like, I know the idea. I don't know the actual facts um, or t- timelines. Mm-hmm. But essentially, it's like, okay, hey, all you people who've been living here for hundreds and if not thousands of years, we're going to drop all these other people here and give them the rights over you which is essentially what we fucking did. Of course they're going to be fucking pissed. Well, this is our holy land. One, okay, now you're a government, but no one wants to say anything anti-Israel because then you're anti-Semitic, which is not the same fucking thing. But because no one wants to actually have that conversation, they just cut it. They just let it go. Or they write someone off as just like, nope, you're anti-Semitic, don't want to hear it. Can't say that, don't want to hear it. Like, Mm. um... I think AOC got hit with something like that a couple years ago, where they essentially she was uh, either her or so Omar, one of the other. Elon Omar. Yeah, a couple years ago, and they were essentially like, "We're sanctioning you," and it's like, but she didn't actually say anything wrong. She called out that Israel's backing all of them in a corner and illegally stealing land. But we're all just going to go okay. Um, she's a slur. She she made a a political opinion. I'm not Elon Omar's like number one fan, but she didn't. Yeah, like, yeah. She, she she had a she had a policy opinion correct. about another and country it was who happens purely... to be an ally of the United States. Yeah, and essentially everyone was like, "Nope, that's 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 hate and blah blah blah." And it's like, no, you you, if we're gonna treat them like a country, we treat them like a country. That's it. Right. Unfortunately, mm. yes, they happen to also have a religion behind it because we gave their religion a homeland and made them a country. What the fuck did you think was gonna happen? Mm-hmm. Um, kind of like yes we helped people that's that's cool but there needed to be something else there and we there needed to be not just blind let them do whatever the hell they want because of all the atrocities that they've gone through which yes they went through horrible times but essentially they went from being the oppressed to being the oppressors and 
that's ridiculous. Um, to an extent, yes, that does none of this excuses what Hamas did. But if you continue to oppress a people and their cries go unheard, eventually you are going to create a group within that group that is like, clearly we're not doing enough. We need to go further unequivocally. That sucks. The response from Israel of essentially because everything is so densely populated, saying, um, fuck civilians, because that I think that's overreaching. I don't know what the answer to that is, but you are killing more civilians than you are killing Hamas because Mm -hmm. this is what you've created. Mm. So that absolutely sucks. It's bad. It's no bueno. No, muy no bueno. I don't know what the answer is. I don't, I legitimately don't, especially since any part of this conversation is going to at some point involve religion and them saying, well, they hate our religion. Well, they hate our religion. Well, both of you are just saying the other one hates you, and that's mm-hmm. why you hate the other one. Yeah. So shut that. the fuck up. Uh, so many religions have the same place as a holy land. We can fucking share. They should give Jerusalem to me. Uh, I was going to say the Chinese. The Chinese <laughs> would yeah. be an interesting pick. <laughs> we'll put a giant Winnie the Pooh statue. Uh, <laughs> Oh wait, no, he doesn't like joke? he doesn't like that comparison. I forgot. He doesn't like that, yeah. <laughs> He's not a fan. Oh, he doesn't boy. like being called Winnie I think, the Pooh. I think one thing you guys said uh is it, I it's something that like maybe is a good thing that you guys said because it's also something I didn't a hundred percent really know, nor did I understand, that Hamas isn't necessarily Palestine. Like Hamas is a radical group, is an extremist group, well, is a is, H- is, Hamas- is a terrorist group. I believe and, I believe that Hamas is a de facto government of Palestine right now. Kind of. Yeah. And so and so it's so like it it is again incredibly nuanced because it is the government of Palestine that is a terrorist group but not necessarily like that does not mean that I'm I'm certain that Palestine as a whole is not voting terrorists into office. So they, you know? they Hamas <laughs> is in governance of the Gaza Strip specifically. Mm-hmm. So yeah. they are, they, they're not all Palestine, but they, they're in control of the Gaza Strip from like a political standpoint. Mm. Yeah. Um, so yeah, to your point, like they're, yeah, they're, they're, they're sort of operating in a strange place because they're not necessarily representative of all Palestinians, but obviously some of them. It's also a yeah. little complicated that a lot of the news coming out of there is mixed misinformation, wrong information. Is any of this verifiable? Like mm-hmm. even the white phosphorus story is like, well, we got videos. And it's like, is is that white phosphorus? Is it being used as a smokescreen, which is completely legal within international law and why fo- white phosphorus is not outlawed? Or are they using it as a weapon? Um, some of the stories of beheading women and uh, Hamas beheading women and children. It's like this was reported by the IDF, and the IDF is like, "The fuck are you talking about?" Some of those stories, like, yes, have women and children been killed? Yes, have they been beheaded ritually or or something like that, like a terrorist act? Unproven, and the fact that it's like we point to our military and our military is going what? Um. Yeah, it's it, if you don't have real information, how can you make a whole picture mm-hmm. decision? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. 
Any other thoughts on uh... – <sighs> here's a sentence I never thought I'd say. I, uh, here's any more thoughts on the Israeli-Palestinian <laughs> conflict. I'm, I'm going to say I'm only – I'm going to say I feel like I blacked out for a lot of that conversation because it's just it is it is genuinely it's... such and I this is this I, what I'm going to say is going to seem like I'm downplaying it. But it's genuinely such a bummer because regardless of how all of this plays out and who's in the right and who's in the wrong, thousands of people are going to die yeah. who don't yeah. deserve mm-hmm. to. And yeah, so like if already like, have. Yeah, yeah. And it's just and it's just such it's so dire. It's not even it's like it's it makes me despair a little bit where I'm just like mm-hmm. it all of this like who's right, who's wrong, we'll pick apart the geopolitics of it all. It's it feels it's it's just a bummer to do because it's like at the end of the day, none of that matters. People are dying who don't deserve to die. They just want to live their lives and be comfortable and happy with their families. And they're getting fucking killed by both sides. Yeah. It sucks. Yep. That's, that's uh, also part of the reason why I wanted to get that question. Like as soon as possible, I was going to try to be first one. It was a long one and it's a heavy one and it can just only go up from here. And so I wanted to be first, but somebody oh. took first from me. Um, first. Okay. <laughs> I have a I have a question that's a palate cleanser and I don't know why I even asked it and it's going to be a quick one I think and it's a uh, when you guys are playing video games do you invert your axes do you know what I mean mm. explain you know it depends on I think I know so, it depends on so, the game so like in a in a in a first person shooter when you're using the right control stick. Do you want when you hit down for it to go up and when you hit right for the camera to go left? No. Um, no. no, normally it's just the up and down that's... No, that's I, inv- I, invert, no I invert all of it because I think of it as a camera. Oh, that would give me a headache. What? Left and I, right would give me a headache. Yeah, he's, yeah. Down, he's controlling the camera games. and not I'm the head I'm controlling the camera, so not the head. So yeah. I'm controlling a camera behind the guy and I want the camera to go right so that I'm looking left. Oh, I don't like that. That hurts my brain. That's that's, no, that's, that's... how third person, uh, uh, or like over the shoulder. Yeah, I, I are, always are think about well. it like that. I think about it. Yeah, like like if you think about it, old... like if, like playing Resident Evil Two, uh, the new Resident Evil Two. That's how that those controls are. It's holding it down you brings press the camera right, down, which left. makes you look up. Holding it up makes the camera go up, which makes you look down. Up down, I'm fine with. Left right, I'm I'm still not following. How is, uh, is well? That's just that's just I think that's how that's just how I think about it. Like I think about it like a camera. So I'm like, I want mm-hmm. the camera to go this way, which would make the the like the vision go to the other side. So, so I'm, I'm the, doing a the lot of pointing. I just take what the controller tell, <laughs> gives it to me. Yeah, yeah I. I play. I play. I literally have controls. my hands, and I'm like, "What the fuck did I do?" Yeah. <laughs> I play. I play default controls because, uh, like, I, I, I can see how you can play like that, but I don't play like when I'm playing a first person specifically. I am controlling the head movement and not the camera movement. So the head is, lo- or I'm controlling the eyes and where the eyes are looking. That's mm-hmm. the way I see it. And so the eyes are looking to the left, looking to the right. I know I went the opposite way for those. Um, <laughs> But like, so if I'm looking to the left, 
And if I'm looking to the right, if I'm holding the stick to the right, he's looking to the right, he's looking to the left. That's how I associate that directionality. But I can see how you can get that and make that work. And it's it's a valid way to play um, unless you're sharing a controller with like 30 other people. And every time somebody needs to change a controller no. after playing with you, I think, <laughs> I think, they have I think to change I it can, back. I think I can play it both ways. But it just, when I'm playing by myself... I, I always switch the controls, hmm. but I think like in like if I'm playing like Halo by myself, I would. But if I'm playing it with other people, I don't. I think I just use the default and just figure it out. Like because it's like kind of like riding a bike in that it's like if I don't, you don't ride a bike for like years and years. Like if you get back on a bike, you'll you'll be like a little wobbly and then you'll figure it out. It's the same thing. Mm-hmm. Like I'm like I'm I, like I, right, I, it I, takes I, a second and then I. I mean, I just just not play enough of this kind of game for it to enter into my thinking that much. Like, I think I, I don't play a lot of like shooters or anything like that. And I think the only time I w- that would have come into play was like when I was playing like Star Fox or like a shit like one of those like shooter like well, shoot 'em but up. But think about like like Persona. You yeah. can move the camera; it's free moving behind you. Right, but you have two. So you got two sticks though, because one's yeah. the camera and one's the yeah. So I'm saying when player. I'm using the when I'm using the camera, all of those controls are inverted. So the camera goes up when I hit down, down when I hit up, right. left when I hit right, because it's a camera, and that's how I think about it. But I think about that it, like that all the time. If that if that's the way that they that it defaults when you set up the game then yes i, I guess i play that way if it's if it's not then it's not no, like that's, I, I think I, I, gen- generally i've never gone in and changed that generally in first persons it defaults to like left looks left right looks right up looks up and down looks down if we yeah. if we're playing a flight simulator um down is up up is down and left and right are left and right mm-hmm. yeah if, if it's some sort of game where i'm controlling a vehicle i will almost always invert um invert up and down but only up and down uh in any first person anything and even most third person because even most third person is like you are directly behind your character and you're still less controlling the camera because you're locked in a specific third person like it's not like you you're still moving your character and then you're camera is moving around your character you're locked in the same perspective behind that character at least in a lot of the third person games i have played so those i would still use normal controls but yeah i've definitely played games where it's like the camera is a free-floating entity in and among in and among itself and i will absolutely everything is inverted and normally those type of games it starts inverted because you're controlling the camera um, so yeah, those I, like it just feels natural. The, when you answer, when you ask the question, I was like, "This is fucking insane." And then <laughs> as you described the third person perspective, I was like, "Oh yeah, I guess there are a few games that are naturally like that." And I didn't even think about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's it's for people who game as much as maybe like me and Tim. It's kind of second nature to just get used to the camera and controls pretty much right off the bat. But like people who probably don't play games as much as us, like. You have your style of play, and that's how you want to play. Mm-hmm. So it, it makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Any other thoughts on the the axes? The axes, axes. All right, how much time do we have left? We're going a little bit long. I'll try and make this work. Okay, so 
So here's my question. Um, so there's a play that the Philadelphia Eagles run maybe two or three times a game uh, mm. where it's like third down and one, fourth down and one. And Jalen Hurts is lined up right behind the center. And, uh, and there are two guys behind him, two big guys behind him. And as soon as they snap the ball, the two guys run behind Jalen Hurts and they shove him. They, 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 they put their arms on him and they give him a little push. He does basically like a quarterback sneak and uses he's, he, Jalen Hurts can squat 600 pounds. He dives in between the linemen. And, <laughs> That's uh, such a and he, good tidbit. <laughs> dude, he squats. It, it's so good. That's they ridiculous. bring it up like almost every time he does this. And it's like, oh, Jalen Hurts can squat 600 pounds. It's like, it's true. He's got huge legs. And it almost always works. No one's able to figure out a way to stop it. People are bitching and moaning about this play all the time because it's like, oh, my God, it's not football because I guess suddenly we've decided that we are that we don't want to be barbarians about a barbaric sport. And we're like, oh, there's no, there's no strategy to it. And, you know, get good, get some bigger guys. Like, you know, the strategy that, that, is here's a play. Yeah. We've, we've determined a play that uh, can't be stopped. And if your strategy is – bitch and moan until the rules get changed then maybe you're just not good at coaching uh or maybe not good at being a general manager so i look those people are wrong that's not my question this is the unequivocal fact i'm not putting that up for debate like matt is pro tush push i'm pro well you're getting to my question tim because it's the original football play it's like one of the first plays that was ever invented for the sport of football uh unequivocally it's a football play it's a rugby play um my question is is this play called the tush push or the brotherly shove? It's the brotherly shove. Brotherly it's, shove. It's the brotherly shove only when it's performed by the Eagles because they have perfected it. Okay. Yes. Okay. Accurate. Okay. The, they, it is, would, there's love and trust argument. in that shove. Yeah. The tush I would listen push, to that argument. The tush push is what you call it. Anybody else does it, but the brotherly shove is. The, when the Eagles do it, because they it is the best okay. version of the tush push. Mm-hmm. The tush push lacks confidence, and that's why it's just kind of like a push. We're like, we're not sure. The shove, I, it's like, no, you're fucking going. <laughs> you're, you're going, my, bro. You're wow. going, bro. <laughs> you're going over there. Uh, <laughs> here's Get my over there. In favor of tush push. Uh, tush is a funny word. And I'm always and a sucker for rhyming. It's the tush push. You got you're just slapping your fit your your palms on Jalen Hurts' mm-hmm. tush and showing him over. It's a funny word. It's a funny thing to say. It's great. It's tush push. It's succinct. Tush push. Yeah. Um, brotherly shove to me. And look, I'm a sucker for naming anything Philadelphia based. It it seems a little tryhardy. It's, <laughs> it's clever. It's it's clever. It's fun. Um, but it seems like you heard Tush Push and we're like, how can we make this a Philly thing? And it's the uh, brotherly shove. So okay. I am, but I, however, you guys have convinced me, uh, that when it's done by the Philadelphia Eagles, who are, uh, five and oh at time of recording, go birds, uh, <laughs> go birds. uh d- did the Tush Push like three or four, did the brotherly shove like three or four times last week against the Rams. Uh, I'm I'm perfectly fine with saying that when the Eagles do it, it's the brotherly shove, and when every other team does it, like when the Giants tried it last week and got like half their offensive line injured uh, <laughs> doing it, uh, then it's the tush push. I'm I'm okay with this. Okay. Yeah, but anyway, I just I wanted to get everybody's opinion on the the naming convention because that's very important to me. I uh, I I like yeah I like the brotherly shove. I agree. It's 
Philly is probably shove because you're right. It's try hard, but also at the same time, it's Philly. Have so you met just Philly? Do it. Yeah, so was uh, Gritty. Remember Gritty? Gritty was the try oh hardest mascot of all time. We're like, you're got, fucking nuts, yeah, and then yeah. everyone else is like, yeah, he's fucking nuts, and we're like, fuck off, he's the best. Yeah. You suck our dick. You, yeah. uh, we're Kensington the only forever. people to talk about the Gritty. <laughs> Oh boy! Yeah. I haven't been able to watch a lot of football this season because uh, neither have I, I. Don't have cable. I, I've been I, listening to a lot. I've been getting a lot of Merrill and Mike on the radio ooh. listening to to Eagles games. I, uh, any 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 chance I get to watch a, an Eagles game, even if I'm streaming, it'll be on the corner of my screen while I'm streaming. So this way, like I can look down and at least check out the score and and talk about it. Uh, turns out Max had the NLDS on, so I was watching. The uh this uh, the series closer yesterday, uh mm. while streaming, which was like all right, <laughs> yeah. cool. I could watch the uh, Phillies for the first time this season. Yeah, man, uh, go Phils. They're on national TV Phils. the rest of the way. I think. Uh, uh yeah, usually, D backs. Yeah, I think it's it's still on TBS. It's up until the World Series that they're uh, on TBS. So it's the divisional yeah, they got, and the they got some Fox games. They got some Fox games, but it, it Fox? TBS might still be involved. Um. Oh. But yeah, Hopefully, no, Max. Has Monday it. night, the Arizona Demonbacks on Monday. Mm. He has no Arizona mm. baseball team. Come on. I love their '90s uniforms. Best uniforms. I actually baseball. do too. I had I had a Diamondbacks hat when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, Diamondbacks. The reason I got 90s. we bought it outside Camden Yards. So I'm a Phillies fan at Camden Yards buying a Diamondbacks hat uh, because it just looks <laughs> sweet. And it's got that it's, teal color and the teal and purple. Yeah. It's very cool. Sick. Yeah. Uh, anyway, the touch push. Any other uh, thoughts, guys? Any other no. questions, comments, concerns, suggestions, feedback? No. I don't care about Let's your feedback. I just thought I'd ask about it. No, no feedback. Nah. I could put my <laughs> headphones close to my mic. Let's not. Okay. The bros take two old guest. cell phones. And go, yeah. yeah. <laughs> two walkie-talkies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, just, open, open a, a portal vortex. to hell you open a portal into the shadow realm uh well, well you have to so, get you have to get you have to get a circle of nokia phones around that first and then do that and that opens wait 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 you made a shadow realm joke and now i have to bring this to the forefront did you know that the shadow realm in Yu-Gi-Oh is purely american censorship i did know that it does not exist, and everything involving it was actual death. Yeah. This and is the, the show- I, I didn't know that the Shadow Realm actually came from Yu-Gi-Oh. I just said it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's they would they would uh pay It's like you're gonna banish be banished to this and- Shadow Realm, and it's like, no, you're gonna die. Yeah, literally die. There's a there is saw blades that are gonna cut you in half. There's a gun. <laughs> like just the all, Shadow all, Realm. All, there are, oh, this will be an issue in the Shadow question. Realm. No, I, there's explosives on the glass floor, and you're just going to fall to your death. I have a question. Seems so. like one of them would be sufficient. <laughs> Guns, well, they're all in blades, separate or things. explosives on the floor. Yeah, all different like scenarios. All Listen, yeah, you can't all just always scenarios. use a saw blade. Not the, every so, single so, time is I would it argue stakes, The stakes in Yu-Gi-Oh! are always life and death, which is so funny. It's a card game, guys. It's a card game! Look, there was a time... I can't remember... magic, but simpler. I can't remember what what was going on in my life. This is probably within the last 10 years. 
there was a time I was like, I'm going to sit down and watch the entire Yu-Gi-Oh! series. I stopped because it was getting too real at one point, too, like, heavy. And I'm like, this is fucking Yu-Gi-Oh! And I'm getting depressed watching this? What Dude, the fuck? Just watch Yu-Gi-Oh! Abridged. It's all you need. Exactly. You run out of cards, your mother will die. Brains, brains, I mean, brains, brains, brains. He, he, brains. Has, he, he has to enter into a tournament to save his grandfather. Mm. <laughs> like, his grandfather's like dead, <laughs> but he has to bring him back to life. Yeah, I'm sorry, knows. I stopped listening to you because I was just making fun of <laughs> Team <know>. Four Star. <laughs> or quoting Team Four Star. The Bros A Podcast uh, is available <laughs> on all major podcasting platforms. Uh, and you can follow us on all forms of social media. We're on X, X. at Bros A underscore podcast. X. We're on Facebook at Bros A Podcast. And we're on Instagram at Bros A underscore podcast. Uh, and if you have a question you want us to answer on the air, email it to brosequestions at gmail.com. That's brosequestions at gmail.com. Special thanks, as always, to Mary O'Brien, who compiles our listener questions, to Tess Riley, the incomparable Tess Riley, who edits our show, to Shannon Vogel, who designed our world-famous logo. You can find Shannon's work at the Vogel Art Shop on Facebook or at her storefront on Etsy.com. And our theme music is the song When by Steven Siebert. You can listen to Steven's work at the Free Music Archive. It's time for handles and plugs. Rich, we will start with you. Check me out on X at B underscore walnuts where you'll see me complaining about the fact that I was not able to get Stardew Valley Festival of Season tickets. Um, and I'm still crying about it now. Also, check me out on twitch.tv slash B underscore walnuts for video game streaming Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Sunday where it's still October and I'm still playing games with dead in the title like Dead Island, Left for Dead, and Dead by Daylight. Mad Dead 24. I might have said that last time. <laughs> uh, Sean, uh, what about you? Uh, you can find me on X, formerly Twitter, at Hey, it's SOB. And also, uh, I do Frisbees at OB Disc Golf everywhere. Tim Hansen, all I need from you is your Twitter handle right now. We're still in. You- we're in a holding pattern. We're in a holding pattern uh, circling over uh, Anchor Person's Bay. Are you sure? Because I saw them on Spotify today. They have their oh, new... They have, they have yeah. their oh, first get their of thing, their then. new format. They have their first oh, of their Oh, they didn't send us their thing. I, I haven't listened to it, but they, they exist. All right. Well, uh, then I need a full breakdown from you. I need 20 minutes. Well, fuck, where did it go? <laughs> well, Bad in stuff. between episodes, I'll, I'll figure something out. But uh, stay tuned. Yeah. In our next episode, for me to say something about our our bros Stephen and Charles coming in yeah, from the, the, our, the southeast unquote, of the northwest or southwest, I don't fucking remember. They're on yeah. the west coast, Tim, but they Charles got some new show. But you can find me on Twitter at Tim R Hansen. Um, probably playing games with Rich or trying to win some some sort of technologies. Or being ignored by Rich for Dead by Daylight because he's too cool to play with me. Uh, <laughs> I asked you if you wanted to play. <laughs> yeah, at 11 o'clock at night when I was trying to go to bed. When you came on and lurked the first time, I said we need a fifth. You already had a fourth. A fifth. Uh, a fifth? Yeah. Oh, we wanted you wanted somebody to be a killer. Oh, totally missed that because I lurked and disappeared and was joining someone else's game. So that's my fault. I'm sorry. Uh, but yeah, you can find me on Twitter, Tim Hansen, being a fucking schmuck. 
<laughs> riveting content here. <laughs> uh, I am on Twitter at MKASNEL. That's M-K-A-S-Z-N-E-L. Oh, who do I want to plug? I don't know. Who should I plug, guys? I genuinely uh, drawing. Plug Alex. I mean, I could always plug Alex. Alex has now on the board of directors. Uh, he he has a new single out, "Coming for Revenge," uh, which is not a Metallica song, even though it sounds exactly like a Metallica song. <laughs> it definitely does. Uh, it's a good song. Uh, he's he's churning through stuff. They're doing some tours. They got some dates coming up in Michigan. You guys want to go up to Michigan, Michigan and go see the board of directors? Uh, he's going to have some shows up there at some point in the next couple of weeks. So yeah, Alex Kasdan on the board of directors. They're on Bandcamp, uh, which just got sold. I think like Epic Games owned Bandcamp or something what? like that. They they just got sold. Uh, it, 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 weird weird ownership structure. And uh, there's, so there's uncertainty around Bandcamp right now, but um, but they're still on Bandcamp, which is a great resource for uh, independent artists. So uh, check them out there. And they're also on Spotify if you want to stream yeah. there. Epic Games has owns Bandcamp. As a- <laughs> yeah, weird. No, it what, sold they, to Song Trader and, uh, last month. They, they yeah, yeah, owned they, it. Epic sold Ep- Bandcamp to Epic Games somewhere. bought it last year and then sold yeah. it this year. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> bank. Bank. Anyway, say goodbye to the listeners, everybody. Bye. 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 For Tim Hansen, Rich Sweeten, Sean O'Brien, and the entire Action Moves team. Move. Move. My name is Matt Kaz. Now reminding you all smart without being stupid.